Good morning, Toby and Merrill. Hi, can I speak to Kim, please? Uh, hold for one moment, please. Thank you. Toby and Merrill, this is Kim. How can I help you? Kim, it's Joey Jingola. Oh, how are you? Good. Hey, I was like, who is Kent, Ohio? This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. is kind of sitting around the office and just kind of hearing people calling and canceling and that that happens Um, we do have an older book right now and that's why they brought me in to grow the younger generation so people are passing away like that stuff is happening but what i've been finding just with our cancellation is we didn't get a call before so they didn't give us a chance to look at it but also we need to get better at being proactive Uh uh-oh the more dangerous question is, did you deserve a chance? That's my good friend Kim Wood over at Toby and Merrill Insurance in Hampton, New Hampshire. And hold on, all right, just this is this is very dicey territory. Let's just jump into this really quickly because so many good things, so many bad things, not really on Kim's part, but just the overall kind of first off. Yes, Kim, you should get mad, get ticked off that, hey, they're calling in, they're canceling, and yeah, they didn't give you a chance. There's there's a lot to unpack there because it's, a, it's indicative of, I would imagine, a vast majority of agencies that are operating today, and, and that's what Kim has kind of been tasked with solving. And as we will hear, you know, some of the things that she has done, we've heard on previous episodes of of the things that you know Kim has addressed, if you remember, uh, the ever popular, uh, the problem no one can solve part one and part two, kind of starting with just email, um, you know, kind of just automatic list updating, client status, all of these basic connection functions that we lack really in any sort of common way. But diving into the, you know, the proactive chance that you have to create every time. And there is this sort of entitlement's a strong word, but entitlement that sometimes comes with PNC renewals. It's just that we just let it sit. We don't rock the boat. We just let it happen. Maybe for good good reason, maybe for not. But you really can't be mad if you never had a chance if you didn't, you know, reach out and say, yo, hey, listen, this thing is gonna happen and this is this is what's gonna go down as a result and maybe we should consider this, maybe we shouldn't, maybe you're really good where you're you you, you know, you're at. All of those fun things, right? The the proactive renewal call, that conversation, again, it's it's foreign to me because in the health insurance space, you know, you're talking a minimum of like you know, seventy-five to one hundred dollars a month increase. I'm sorry. I'm going to repeat that: seventy-five to one hundred dollars a month increase on an individual health insurance policy. So you're calling them. They're freaking out. There's no way that they cannot talk to you at least for fifteen, twenty minutes to have that therapy session. And that's the that's the challenge that we're faced with here. Is you know, it might have only gone up fifty dollars for the year, and it's like, well, do I really need to talk to them? Maybe that's up to you. The point though is really what it comes down to is again, how do you how do you take 
that proactive chance? How do you how do you how do you get in front of them? Are you making it a priority to have that conversation? If you're not, then again, one of the biggest threats to a lot of insurance books of business is really just dying. And as Kim said, you know, hey, we've got an aging book. I got to bring in the new people here, or we've got to do a better job of maintaining that because it's not really another independent agent that's the problem. It's going direct. But right now, especially with technology, they get the renew at the, basically the same day we get it, especially yeah. if they get it by email. If it's on the weekend, they just go on the computer and they'll run a rate with someone else that you can do direct. So we're actually finding people are going not to another independent agent, but to a direct if they don't like the, the premium that they see. I think there's like a saying in sports that availability is a majority of your ability, something like that. If you're never available to actually play in the game, then it doesn't matter how good you are because, well, yeah. So I'm not saying that this is entirely applicable here, but it's something to think about. And that's not to say that you have to just be open 24-7, just live and sleep in your office. It's certainly something you could do. I mean, I don't know that it would really work out long term for just really any aspect of your life. The idea behind it, though, to kind of combat this, and this has long been something that I've, I've kind of touched on, is uh, having built that relationship up front, right, to where you've built so much trust and so much expertise with that person. Again, you know, that, that personal lines home or auto, maybe it's been, I'm going to say the C word, commoditized to a point where it's really hard to do that now. I don't know that that's necessarily true. But if you've if you've if you've filled that bucket way up to the top to start, and just as it slowly leaks over the course of the lifetime of that client, it's going to take a while before they get to the point where they're really just looking to fill up another bucket. And it's that idea that gives you leeway, right? That that gives you the credibility to say, listen, hey, if if you're not open on Saturday, if they can't get that quote, they get the renewal. Well, one, I mean, I'd like to meet these customers because they're pretty they're pretty motivated about their auto insurance, which is also another challenge is that people just don't care a lot of times. Whole other tangent. I'm not gonna go down that road right now. But uh, the fact is that if you've if you've got clients that are hitting renewals on the weekends, then you've built yourself up some leeway so they can know that, hey, well, I've gotta wait because I need to talk to Joey or whoever, Kim or whatever the person in your agency is, because I've built up this this leeway to where I need to at least hear what they have to say first because I trust them. I don't really want to just throw my information out into the insurance wild and see what happens because that's a dangerous proposition. You never know what's going to come back. You never know what's going to come back. And it's that idea of, of how much credibility can you build up to where they, you know, whether you've reached out or not, again, the, the, most of this is, is solved by, again, scheduling the renewal call, having you know, automated email correspondence that go out 30, 60, whenever the, you know, renewal is triggered. So again, in, the, in my, you know, this, in the perfect insurance world, renewal hits, you know, pings the, uh, the, the management system, the management, management system, you know, pings if the management system can do it, uh, or, you know, your marketing automation platform of choice, which triggers the renewal, you know, sequence, which then triggers out the email. Hey, Tim Smith, you know, thanks for being a valued customer client here at, uh, you know, Merrill Lynch Insurance. And, uh, you know, we really would love to talk to you about your insurance. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, you're going to be getting blah, blah, blah. 
and you're going to explain that. Hey, by the way, just grab a time on my calendar that works best for you. Then we'll make sure that we knock this out when we're both ready. Everyone's prepared to have a, a proper insurance conversation. There's no surprises. I don't need to listen uh, or try to talk to you when you're you know, checking out at the grocery store. We can all be on the same page. And then you know, within a few short minutes, this will be all taken care of. Maybe we need to look at something else, but there's a good chance that what you have right now might be the best thing. And let's just make sure that we know for sure. That's what you're looking to do, right? And, and maybe if they haven't, you know, again, maybe they get that first email, they haven't, um, you know, they didn't open it or they didn't click it, then, you know, you can send them like a reminder email based on those actions that says, hey, Nant, Tim Smith, I think that was my made up guy. Hey, Tim, we noticed, you know, uh, that, well, th that's not point out the fact that he's ignoring you, probably not the best move, but you would say, hey, Tim, really, really important. Just wanted to make sure that, you know, you're up to speed, up to date with all of your insurance. We don't want anything to go unnoticed. We want to make sure everything's really on the up and up with you, you know, blah, 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 again, so on and so forth. And you can kind of let that process rinse and repeat as, as long as you want up until the renewal happens to either where they've taken action or they haven't. But again, at some point, you know, saying, listen, you know, two weeks out, whatever you decide, you're going to, you're just going to buckle down. You're going to pick up the phone, you're going to dial the number and you're going to talk to him and say, Hey, what's up? Kids look great. Fantastic. How's the family? How's the dog? How's that picket fence doing? Did you paint it this summer? All of those fun things that you're going to go through and then, then that opportunity is there. You've already made it happen. All that. I mean, this isn't new. Like this is like this is basic insurance 101. But again, I feel it bears repeating because you know there is a lot of times where it's just hey, we're leaving it. We're just going to set it. We're going to forget it. And we're going to give Ron Popeil a call and see what's going on because I don't know why. It's just something that has maybe happened. And that's a weird, weird thing. I get it. Sometimes you don't want to rock the boat. You don't want to give them a chance to, you know, go looking for trouble. But I feel like we got to have confidence. We want to build up that credibility, that expertise. Just a thought, just a thing. Because ultimately, you know, then it becomes a matter of, well, what else can you do? Yeah. So that's why I started starting the email campaign just to, again, just keep us at top of mind. But then just as an agency, we're looking at that process of what else can we do? Because we do have most of our clients have been with us like 20 or 30 years. So those people aren't doing it. It's the kind of newer people that we've got in the last five to 10 years that are starting to do that. So we're trying to figure out, okay, how can we kind of still have the relationship, has it, have it easy for them and still kind of have them remember us when something goes wrong, not see us as the necessary evil all right, maybe I maybe I overstepped on that last clip, but necessary evil, we are not. At least I don't think most of us aren't anyways. And what else can you do? So, you know, again, back to where this in entire conversation started with Kim is, you know, she's got the email campaigns going to, keep, to stay top of mind. Obviously, you know, kind of we just broke down ways that you can make that a little more targeted, a little more specific, because again, timing is everything in these scenarios. And Top of mind is great, but it's it's a it's a it's a lot harder battle to fight when you have the ability in, in such a very specific and controlled event as a renewal to not have to really fight that battle to where we can really drill down, really be specific and intentional about this thing, and and not have to leave it to chance, uh, and 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 that's where again the idea of what else can you do? We talked about the renewal call, we talked about the the email auto responses, and. The idea of not, of how do you, so here's really where I want to go with this is how do you build that relationship to where they they remember you when they, they need you and not just as this necessary evil to do the thing. Uh, again, it's back to that expertise, right? It's 
how much have you done, how much work have you done up front to, to build that relationship? And I think that's really what it comes down to is have you given them an opportunity to maintain it in the most convenient way possible that you know they're seeking, that they're asking for? I've, I've, I've said this quite a bit, and, and actually it's one of the big themes of the, the three-part course that we talked about before. Head over to agencynation.com, scroll down, it's uh, towards the bottom of the homepage, get the crash course. Again, the three things that I think you've got to know before you really get started. Fantastic kind of foundational reminder stuff. But it's not that it's so important that it really can't be said enough because you you want to take every opportunity you can to build that relationship in a way that doesn't involve you dictating or mandating that they come in, sit down, you know, across the desk from you. It's just gotta be done. In, in little micro transactions, if you will, and how can you do that? And you need to get them to a place where, you know, they they, they kind of constantly, so this is where, you know, this can be done in many ways, right? And I don't want to get too overwhelmed. I don't want to get too into specifics, uh, you know, right now. But again, this is where if you're constantly updating them on some sort of regular basis with, hey, this is what's going on right now. These are the best of whatever. This is the thing that it's happening. These are the, some changes that have been made. Been made, uh, you know, surrounding whatever type of insurance you are selling. If you are constantly, you know, in front of them, even in you know, not even like a ridiculous excessive amount of regularity. I'm talking, you know, just a handful of times a year. That's enough for them to know and remember who you are and to think, wow, I need to. I really need to make sure I check in with these guys, my person, because I know they know their stuff. I know they're keeping on top of it. And it really makes it hard for somebody else to get in there because you've already given them what they want, when they want it, how they want it, as opposed to the other guy that is knocking, banging on their door, just slamming their phone. And and they're just like, well, I can't, this isn't, this isn't fun. I've already got my duties already given it to me. I didn't have to do anything. And that's how the relationship is, in my opinion, you know, kept fresh, kept lively, kept rejuvenated all of these years. And, um, and again, yes, like, you know, Kim was saying, it's the people that have been there for 20, 30 years where, you know, they're just kind of there, like moving at this point, it's more of a chore than it's worth because it just feels, it feels like it is just, it's, it's, they're too moved in, right? They have too many things and, and the idea of, of moving them out, it's just gross. But the, the people that are, you know, in there for, that have been there for less than 10 years, it's a different experience. They know it's not that big of a deal. They'll get over it, and they're they're open to other options. They're open to seeing other people, and it's a little more of a progressive relationship that you have to be careful of. So those are just the things that I think I think you really have to allow yourself to consider when you know creating those opportunities to make sure that you always get that that at bat. And it's really not overly complicated. This is this is pretty basic stuff. I think that. If you're looking for a weekend project or just something to tackle that is ultimately going to really have a dramatic impact on retention and your ability to maintain that maybe we'll say younger, you know, less uh, less tenured client, this is certainly one of the things that's going to make it happen.
Is there a profession that offends you to like the core of your essence of your being that you, you don't have to encounter all that often, which is good because if you did, then not nice things would probably happen. But when the moments that you do, it, it, it's, it's a forced, that profession is then somehow used as a representation of yourself and you really have no choice. And that profession, that really just, I mean, the people that write birthday cards and really just all cards, greeting cards in general, I feel there's a certain special place somewhere that they're all gonna end up because the fact that they're just the mediocre ability that permeates greeting card writing is a certain kind of special that just is not fully um, is not fully hated enough. I'm gonna say it, be honest, because then I have to then give that to another human being as if that's something that I actually wanted to say to them. I certainly did not, really under no circumstances, because uh, you know the nice, the sappy ones feel like uh, a lifetime version of a poetry class that just really didn't work out, and it just it feels way too cheesy and no human being should have to endure that and then the comedy feels like they just said uh, to like a junior high class of all boys here you go write something funny and that's what you have with the humor cards and it's just really just a lack of sophistication on all levels that is offensive to me personally that i am kind of uh kind of feel trapped it's this social obligation that really we won i mean let's just first if we could maybe rally as a society organize in some fashion maybe create some sort of you know protest to where maybe these things don't exist as like an obligation as part of the gift i've spent all this money on this nice thing that's actually gonna mean something to you hopefully and actually stay with you as opposed to this piece of paper that's just allowing you to understand who provided you with the nice thing that you're going to keep yeah, it's not that important, I don't know. Anyways, what's that, what is that perfect, like, what's the thing that just offends you at the, the overall skill level? Because every time I have to go and pick something out, never, one, never send me to pick out the card, because it's, it's always going to be the, the best mediocre funny thing that you can find, and uh, usually just off topic, you know, I might get, like, a Batman card for an adult or something, who knows what's going to happen, because I'm going to have to, I'm going to put my own spin on it, I'm going to make it funny for me, I'm going to make it funny, if nobody else enjoys it, if, that's enough on birthday cards, greeting cards in general. But what's your thing? JoeyAgencyNation.com. Way too much on that. If you want to make sure your profession does not offend anybody to that level, I hope not, head on over to AgencyNation.com slash join. Check out the brand new Insiders program that we have rolled out. If you haven't heard about it, well, I'm sorry. Now's your chance because it's certainly, in my opinion, one of the most effective ways to map marketing activities with insurance objectives and really get them installed into your agency as effectively and efficiently as possible. That's what the Insiders is. We all talk about marketing. We all talk about the things that you should do. But these are the insurance objectives that they're driving. These are specific ones that you should be doing to get the most results in your agency. That's what we're going to be breaking down in the Insiders, just among many other things that will also be happening. But head over to agencynation.com join to check it out.